time I take a ride, I feel alive with nowhere to go. I'm the king of the road. You're the queen of my throne. Riding high, day and night, satisfied wherever we roam. You're the star of the show. You shimmer like gold. Now, baby, let's ride. We got nothing but time. You get all the reactions. You're the main attraction. It's no surprise. Gotta like your style. You're the perfect distraction. You're the main attraction. From a studio in South Canada, welcome to Season 8, Episode 18 of the Sense Comps for Friday, June 26, 2020. It is currently Draft Minus 28 Minutes. I'm Cardinal, Pan and Canuck are here as well, and we're all back for Draft Night. We have an extra voice joining us for our discussion. We'll be all about our draft hopes, our draft dreams, our draft disappointments, and probably everything in between. There's not much of a show outline tonight, so bear with us if we wander around a bit. Please join, uh, join us in welcoming, uh, from the Twitterverse, Sens Insider. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Hey, welcome aboard. We're all in the same place. We are all back in the same room. Exactly. Bubble of 10. Bubble of 10. <laughs> six feet apart, Bubble I might ten. add. It's we a are. very large table. We're actually pretty six feet apart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a pretty big table. So, well, Speaking of manage. draft, I'm, oh, what yes. are we drinking? What are you drinking? I can't tell from here what that is. Mill Street Organic. Oh, okay. We got uh, Corona over there. Well done. We had That's Corona. Cor- well, I'll go and reload you in a bit. <laughs> I, it I was on sale. I'll go grab <laughs> It got such a bad rep throughout this whole thing. So Buy I just low. Wanna, I want to support the people below us. So fair enough. Down in Mexico. Well done. I'll grab some more. Oh, well, bottle opener. Okay, his pan runs away. He's probably going for another Rickers Rattler. And I'm, I will be having for the next little while a Hops and Robbers uh, IPA. It's one of my personal favorites. We're talking a little bit. We're starting before the draft. We're actually going to be uh, broadcasting or recording while the draft is going on. But we thought we'd start beforehand, get a little caught up on what's going on, see what's happening with people's lives. Because we've, well, it's been a whole two weeks since we were together remotely, but we haven't actually seen each other in ages and ages. So it's kind of nice to be back in the same room. Uh, what's going on? Ten feet apart. <laughs> well, ten, ten feet apart. It's a, it's a big dining room table. Or it's a di- big enough dining room table. I'll go with that. What's going on? I, you were out of your house for the first time in ages uh, just the other day. Yep, never again. <laughs> Where'd you go? I like to call, so yeah, so I did a, a day full of chores because I'm like, it's been three months since I've done big groceries. So I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go to Costco, get there. It's like, okay, perfect. Because I thought that Costco had a rule that you had to wear a mask when you're going in. Well, they'll give no, you one. They'll, they want you to, but they will not force you to. <sighs> no. We really got to get there. Um, but so, um, yeah. So it was my first time out in forever. Mm-hmm. And I saw maybe 30% of people weren't wearing masks. Yep. At least. And yeah. So Feels I loaded weird, up it? 400. Yeah. I was very nervous. Yeah. It's like the, the, and again, the mask isn't for me. It's for everybody else. Yep. Yes, it's protect. The mask is to protect everybody from me. It's not to protect me. But my rights. Well, unless you're wearing an N95. If you're wearing an N95, it will protect that's, that's you as well. It's going to be my is grinds okay. gear segment later. All right. Actually, you got a couple of those. Um, and so yeah, so I loaded out like four hundred dollar order. 
went to Home Depot, did click and collect there, and I saw maybe 15% of people wearing masks. And then I'm like, yep, I'm going home, and I'm going to disinfect everything that I bought. Just leave it in the garage for three days. Oh, you can't do that with ice cream. Uh, fair enough. Nor should I have ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> How's that going? Uh, How's the blood sugars? Oh, you know. Yes, he has N- some. Not, not great. Actually, I did go for my labs, and then I got the result. Or my doctor called me the next day. I'm like, one, how do you beat me to this? Two, how do you have the results already? It's not that busy. Well, I thought I thought Dynacare was doing some backup for the testing from uh, oh. Brewer Park? No. No. Um, yeah, Brewer Park. Brewer, Brewer Arena. Yeah, yeah, Brewer Park Brewer Arena. Arena. Okay. Yeah. Or, yeah, Brewer Arena. So that, I I thought I was surprised. I thought it was going to be delayed. No. Yeah, that's good. I'm like, that's good. So I'm thinking, especially now, it's been two and a half weeks. No, three weeks now since the protests. Hmm. We might have gotten lucky. Yes. Well, let's keep Maybe. our fingers crossed on yeah. that one. Now I think there's a lot of young people going. So for any listeners that have gone to the protests, and even if you're not feeling anything, maybe just go get tested just in case. That uh, wouldn't be a bad plan, Yeah, I would say. Mm. I wasn't participating because I was working. Big well, surprise. This morning for my, my walk, I've been trying to get out for daily, mm-hmm. some form of exercise. Yeah. Walking is great. Get some steps in. I walked down to the Canadian Tire Center. Circled around it three times in hopes that we get a top three pick. And then uh, went out because I'm using the Apple uh, workout thing. So it tracks your GPS location when you're walking. And I tried to spell out hope in the parking lot. I, I tweeted it. Nice. It was a pretty good picture. Yeah. yeah, yeah well done. Yeah, well done. Well done. It started raining right after. but it, No, it didn't. Today? <laughs> This morning. I was gonna say, it rain, rained this morning. Rain dance. Rain dance. Oh, okay. I was going to say it didn't rain today. No. It's not my he's, part. He's of also city. married to a goat. Greatest of all time? No, oh. I'll go with that. Where are you going? <laughs> That's, going That's a real... I'm, I'm like, I'm going to try and dig you, you out of that If you remember hole. Full House from 1990, <laughs> if you walk around three times, uh, you were married. Okay. Does oh, nobody else okay. remember that Full House episode forgot, from 1990? Eric Macromala might remember that with you. I don't, <laughs> strangely enough. I don't I don't think, uh, what's his name there? Todd White's seen that one. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I did not know that was open for discussion. Oh. <laughs> wow. He goes on the radio and doesn't know any pop culture reference. Come on. So let's ask wow. him about every one of them. <laughs> Wow, okay. Uh, I got an early Father's Day gift. Uh, I actually got it like about a month before Father's Day and uh, I've been meaning to share. Uh, I got a sous vide cooker. Nice. So I, I've been doing that a lot. Have you you heard of this? Do you no. look like the S-O-U-S-V-I-D-E. Yes. So I, I'd You've heard people heard talk su- about it. Under empty. I don't understand. Do yeah. Sous vide. It's sous vide, yeah. Okay. Uh, and saying You've it never heard of that? No. I'm surprised. You've but, never seen the guy on the... Home hardware commercial. Doesn't watch television. Oh, okay. <laughs> Radio is better. But, but basically, you, you take a, it could be a pot, it could be just like anything to put water in it, and then this thing sits in it, and it heats the water to whatever temperature. So if you like your steaks medium, whatever that works out to be, I have a little chart. So say it's 130 degrees Fahrenheit. I might be wrong. You put it in there. 150. And uh, yeah, it's probably right. And uh, yeah, yeah, instead of really, so you need, it needs at least an hour to cook it. But you can leave it there longer because it's not never going to overcook. So it'll be ready. You take it out and you just sear it either in a pan or on the barbecue, and you're good to go. Hello, perfect oh, temperature. Okay, you no, sear it on me. <laughs> sear it on pans. <laughs> I'm not familiar with this, but okay, I'll so have to investigate. It. It's really good for marinades too. Like it'll just sit there and cook in the marinade the whole time. Yeah, my so my instant like pot will actually do that too. Like it's a, got a future. Like a slow it. cooker, but it's kind of like a slow cooker way of doing things. Yeah. Okay. So next podcast, you guys. Invite me on. I want to do it at Canucks Place. <laughs> we always steak night. Here. Steak night. 
Yeah. Well, well, transport's real easy. So. Mine will be the last one on the grill and the first one off. I like my steak. Chicago filet. style? Yeah, Chicago. Chicago's great. Yeah. 600, 600 degrees years, for about 90 years seconds. Years of bad steaks, but then a couple of good decade, a couple of good Stanley Cup steaks, and then back to bad. It's okay. Chicago <laughs> style? I, I'm, it's, I like my meat to be this proper color, and that's red, not brown. Anyway. I have a, I have a Kamado Joe, and this whole point of getting it was to be able to get these huge sear temperatures on the steak. I try to pretend like I'm a professional, but <laughs> I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm getting there slowly. Oh well, if you do it perfectly the first time, there's nothing to there's nothing to work towards. No. Not much is going on with me except I finally made it up to uh, I made it up to the lake to go fishing last weekend for the first um, well first time I've been up there um, in quite a while, and um, it was everything I hoped to be. It was brutally hot last weekend. For those who don't remember the uh, Humidex. Yes, it was. Humidex was approaching 40. The temperature was over 30. So we didn't do much fishing because the sun was just too hot and the water's too warm. The fish are down really deep because it's June. Mm -hmm. It's June. I'm over six feet tall. And if I'm standing in water that's technically over my head, but I can get my feet on the bottom, it's still warm at my toes in June. Nice. Yeah. Well, nice for swimming. Not for fishing. Not great for fishing, though. Yep. But that's okay. We just sat I saw that and a river runs through it. Sat, on the sh- sat underneath the shady trees and the breeze coming off the lake and drank beer. And it was a great weekend. It was a three-day weekend for me, too. So. I've been re-watching through the, uh, the old Simpsons episodes on Disney Plus with, with my kids. And we recently just watched the one with the three-eyed fish <laughs> that, uh, that Mr. Burns had to Blinky. eat at the end. Great yeah. one. Blinky. Good one. All right. Well, it's now T minus twenty minutes, so we got twenty yeah. minutes before the. I'm draft sure the listeners now are just like, going. "Come on!" <laughs> so if you want to skip forward by twenty minutes, you can get to where the draft actually happens. We got some thoughts and so on to talk. We got some ideas. predictions, predictions, hopes, whatever. Um, do you have anything to? Do you have some sort of soundbite for here? So with that, uh, and I've been surprised. And granted, I think this is totally an Ottawa thing, not just a, a fan base issue, but an Ottawa issue because of our politics and government and everything else. Everyone's like, well, I'd be happy with two and four. I'm, I'm like, guys, I'm like, what is it? It's the secret. I'm talking about a lot of 90s shows and movies tonight, but it's all about like the secret. Visualize it. I'm hoping for one and two. I'd love to have this is a mindset I've had all day. It's like, we need this. Number one. We deserve it. Eugene doesn't. We deserve it. And we need it because it's been 37 months of hell. Yeah, I, I won't freaking Kunitz. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So overall, we're going to get two excellent players. One can change a franchise for a decade or yeah. three years, and then we trade. Well, over. you recall? I'm pretty sure it's the last two years. I think it was last year as well, where we dropped a position, and I was livid. Yeah, you were. And you're like, oh, don't worry, we're going to get a good player. And now it's like the uh, that was the Kachuk one, right? That was yeah. Yeah, you were so mad. Well, it, it, and this is before we pick. This is just the lottery. It's yeah. just like, why is Ottawa always dropping in these drafts? And well, they had an interesting four question. Four times now we've dropped. They had an interesting question on the radio the other day, and I, I thought it was like... You were going to go around with that? <laughs> I, I actually, I was like, that's a really good question. Which would you rather have? One and two. No, that's not, those aren't the <laughs> options, so thanks for playing. Would you rather have one and five or two and three? One and five. One and five. One and five. Okay. Easily. I, easily. I just think 
Lafreniere for this market, he's just so marketable, you know, and he's exactly what we need. I know we got Shabbat. I know we got Kachuk. I'm just saying as a bona fide superstar first overall to pull in more people from the Gatineau side, mm-hmm. you know, Especially to pull people Pajal in going. from Rockland and Orleans and, you know, the French Canadian culture that we have here. I think he's the ideal person to market this team, to bring bums into the seats. And frankly, that's what we need, right? We want to keep this team here. We got to put bums in the seats. And how will he be? How will his name be pronounced if he's in the U.S.? Lafreniere. Yeah, yeah. they'll get pretty close yeah. to it because he's a superstar. Yeah. Well, I think you got Pierre Maguire down there, so he'll correct everybody <laughs> on how it's said. And no, he'll just say where he's from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what but school he's been to? What his parents do? I don't. I don't <laughs> look at it just for success on the ice. I think success as a franchise. You need this French Canadian superstar. And what better way to stick it to our rivals, the Canadians? Yeah. Well, right. let alone think of the Battle of Ontario. Now you've got Matthews versus Lafreniere for the next decade. Mm-hmm. I, I still can't wait to see Kachuk in the playoffs. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That, that, that will be entertaining in an extremely fun yes. sort of way. And now Lafreniere can help us win in the playoffs. So... Well, but yeah, like if, if we're looking at the the last, tops, last time we made it to the playoffs, we did okay. We did okay. <laughs> then what happened? Well, the striking thing is yeah. Lafreniere. He's a big game player. You know, yeah. he steps up. You notice him. He doesn't shy away. He's everything this franchise needs to go along with the pieces that you have. So, you know, whether you're happy or not with some of the moves that Dorian's made, you know, this draft could really put a stamp on his time here so yep big time and now like if we look at the other like top seven teams i guess that are not in the play-ins who who, who do you really think needs them so number one detroit does detroit Everybody. really need them detroit needs way like, more it, than just one it, player <laughs> sure <laughs> let's be honest here but they can also track people and everything else so ottawa we absolutely need him he can change a franchise like will he change the detroit franchise yes he will change the fortunes of the franchise, yes, yeah. by making them less suck. Right. So Ottawa, as we mentioned, insider would put that drive in. ticket sales. It'll yeah, it can save the business. L.A. Nay. Anaheim bet the same. They still have star power there. I mean, you got so much money in those areas from people that probably have tickets just to say they have tickets, right? Yeah. There's not a lot of people in Ottawa that say, oh, I have tickets just because I have the money to yeah. buy the tickets. It used to be a pride thing. It was. Yeah, that's true. It do, really do was. Do people put that on like their dating profile or yeah. something? <laughs> Season ticket holder. Yeah. Um, You'd have to ask our uh, yeah. resident. Uh, bachelor? Bachelor. <laughs> Good word. I was trying Cardinal? to think of the word. Um, the, the, the devils are the devils. I think they've gotten. They've gotten enough They've gotten luck. enough luck out of that yeah. thing. And but, then Buffalo needs a lot more than one player, and they got Darlene two years ago. And they got, so and they the, the only other team that could really use them, San Jose. Buffalo also got Eichel. Sorry. Yeah, so Eichel right. and Darlene. Eichel was second. So though. you and I have had this talk before where I've broken down the teams that are there, who they've gotten along the way. You know, we need a little good luck here. And 
I think last year we had a bit of good luck because we didn't give up the first overall pick, which would have been oh, huge. horrific. <laughs> that would have been horrific. Yeah. That would have been such a downer had we done that. Yep. So we've already lost the lottery in a way. So now we're due, right? We're yeah. absolutely due. You know, and just out of all those teams, we're getting the first overall pick generate sales. Yes. You know, somebody's not to this level though. Right. Oh, we'll, it'll generate more for us than other teams. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah. You I agree. Yeah. yeah. I think, Absolutely. I think what it generate, you can see when you go to look at, you know, uh, junior hockey games, when a star player comes in, people flock, right? It's hard to go. It was the same when McKinnon was here. I remember going to see him and drew and, it was impossible to get a ticket. People were like hanging from the rafters because they want to see these players play, especially good old French Canadian players. So I think it's a no brainer. That's why, why we need it. We need, it's a franchise saving thing. It's not just a winning one, two, three. I don't know how many Stanley cups he's promised us, but so what happens in about half an hour basically defines the next decade. 12 minutes now. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yes, it does. It absolutely does. Part part of me is a softy, and I'd love for whatever happens in the next half hour or how long it's going to be, that people are still going to get excited. They're still going to buy tickets, and we're going to try to move forward. I know what the, the elephant in the room is. Like you don't have, we don't have to talk at that. We know that the ownership is a problem, but put that aside. You know, I whoa, think, whoa, whoa! Breaking news: Sends Insider. Can you tell yeah. us about ownership? Yeah, I don't know nothing <laughs> about the ownership. <laughs> Um, but I think if you look at, you know, Sid from Tim and Sid, like he said, you know, we are that fan base. We need it. And, you know, people like to criticize how, you know, sometimes we're a little fickle or whatever, but that's part of like, I'm a fan base. Every fan base. I'm a, I'm a 49ers fan. And I was using this example. We went to the Super Bowl. We lost. It still hurts. But years ago, they wanted Jed York to step down. They want him to sell the team. They wanted the old family members to take over. They hated everything about the San Francisco 49ers. Get a new stadium. Yeah, get a new, you get a new stadium. You get an owner who actually gets out of the way. Jed, listen to the fans. The fans are like, just let the people that you hire do, do what their they job. have to do. That's right? what they're for. Get out of the way. Don't, don't buy a team or take over a team because you want to play you know, Nintendo 64 with it and you want to that's you know go buy a these aren't your toy horses exactly but if you look at san francisco he he went out and he hired john lynch and he hires kyle shanahan he spends the money and he commits to them for six-year deals you know and we bought in as a fan base and how do we get rewarded went to a super bowl after being four and 12 the next year we go to a super bowl and it's like okay now the expectations are there what happens now he rewards them again extension on a six-year contract so there's got to be stability in the in the franchise, mm-hmm. but there's also got to be belief that you're going to let your people do their job. And that's the problem I have here is I don't think he wants to let the people do the job, you know? And if he were to just step aside and let them do their job, I've been as critical as anyone on Dorian, but I'm starting to come around, starting to believe in his vision. Someone once told me, his vision is so crazy it might actually work. I think it might actually yeah, work. It, it comes down to tonight. <laughs> yeah. His vision was crazy, and I think his vision was... Fail up. <laughs> well, 
he had a vision, but he had a vision based because these were the constraints he had. So based yeah, on the constraints he had, this is all he could do. Like, 100%. Okay. And that's where I think people underestimate Brian Murray and the job he did here because he had a lot of constraints on him. And he, yeah, but they weren't nearly as public as they are now. So right. because nobody, he was quashing it, nobody really noticed it. And Eugene was busy ruining other businesses. He had nothing else. He didn't have nothing else to do. Like Correct. He, he was still busy, but he was able to carry it without necessarily quite so much obvious issue with it. All right. So are you nervous? Yeah. No. Excited, not nervous. Super nervous. Oh, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited, like, too, like, but... I, well, I guess you could say nervous, like, getting on a roller coaster nervous. Right. Yeah, no. yeah. Okay. Nervous as in, like... Not nervous walking into an exam nervous. Yeah, see, I'm nervous, like, walking into an exam. It's, you know, 10 o'clock the night before the That's exam. Just... I barely cracked open the book, and I just, <laughs> and I just fell asleep. I don't know? know. I have no idea what that feels like at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm, no. <laughs> Never in my life have I ever done that. At least not this year. <laughs> It's like I'm watching. I'm watching the minutes tick down here, and it's, and it's not, awful. It's like. not helping. Oh well. Let's, well, we have a couple other things we can talk about quickly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier oh, this. Oh, there week, you go. Yep, there it is. Oh, there's the heartburn <laughs> for you. <laughs> there's a nervousness. Oh, uh, Ooh, earlier that this, little anxiety jump. Yeah. Earlier this week, uh, the Hockey Hall of Fame selection committee managed to pull up Pat Burns yet again. Well done. He's still not in. No, he's in. But is they, he okay? They didn't do it when he was alive. In other words, what I mean by that is they're not doing the right thing. They're just doing their own thing. And they managed to. I mean, I, I'm very happy to see Marion Hosa. I'm. I'm not sure Marion Hosa is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yes, he is. Is he a first ballot Hall of Famer? I think so. I don't. I think he's a great hockey player, but first ballot Hall of Famers should be. Three rarified. cups, five finals, rarified. the international that he's done. Remember See, the three years me, in a row he's in the finals and he's always on the wrong team yeah. until the third one? Yeah. And it was always so that it was always that shot of him just sitting on the ice with his head down. I always felt bad for him, you know, after they lost. So, And he was like that back in 2003, mm-hmm. right? In the ECF game seven, he just yeah. collapsed to the ice. Like yeah. That. And, you know, and that's where I had respect for him. He wanted because it. That he signed guy, for less money. That guy wanted it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... I'll always give respect to a guy that wants it. And then what happened? What do you mean? Traded him. I know. We trade a lot of people. I mean, people get traded. This is the business, you know? The same day that they sign and commit. That's actually the year, the slogan for uh, for next year at the Sens. People get traded. (laughs) 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 Oh, so just to get everybody ready? Okay. Be red or good. No, no, I, I you know, I'm, I'm my, happy with Hosa being selected, but for me, a first ballot Hall of Famer is a Wayne Gretzky, is a Mario Lemieux, is a Connor McDavid, Matt Sundin. Yeah, I see. I didn't agree with that one then, and I don't now. <laughs> you know, that's, it's, you that's know, not first ballot Hall of Fame. They're not. It's just so puzzling because then, no. you get Guy Carboneau who gets in, and everything's puzzling to me. It doesn't. I, it's, it's an it's old like, boys club. It's, that's, exactly. It's an old boys club. It doesn't make sense. So you know what? Break the rules. Let 25 guys in every year. Like who cares at this point? You know, I just. I've lost kind of the whole thrill of it because yeah. it just doesn't make any sense. What is the purpose of the Hall of Fame? It's supposed to document great players, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then make the criteria pretty you, obvious and then, and then you, it's not political anymore. It's like Kevin, I'm sorry, Alex McGillney is way more important than Kevin Lowe. Yeah, that's the, Alex McGillney, how can you put in Kevin Lowe and Doug Wilson? And Doug, and, who and, is still active. Yeah, well, people are still so active. So they're putting but, him into a 
builder category before his time in Edmonton goes to hell and then you can't put him into the Hall of Fame because no, of the disaster Ken, that Edmonton is. That's Ken Holland who's going in in the builder role. Yeah, Ken Holland. Yeah, sorry, Ken Holland. How yeah. does Ken Holland get in before Brian Murray? He won cups. Yep. That, that's that. what it is. Yeah. Won cups? I guess. I don't know. But Kevin Lowe and Doug Wilson. Murray oh, teed one up. Be, between, teed up. Between them, they had 50 years of waiting and they both get in in the same year. Hmm. I found that just a little suspicious. It's aggravating. And it's not and Alex McGillney is not in. Yep. I just Okay. Okay. I, you know, and there's people it, <laughs> It's uh, coming again. <laughs> it's hard you know, it's like the Sens jersey retirement, right? I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of the Chris Phillips one. I think that you should reserve it for the truly, truly great players, but you know, maybe I'm just wrong on how I evaluate Someone turned out to be a good night, though. It was a that good was night. A great, that was it a great was. night. They really night. did a good yeah. job. I and it was a great night. You guys were there. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm with you on that. I I. It, it's for truly. I mean, it's it's not just for good guys. Good guys are what we have a ring of honor for. Mm-hmm. It, a retired sweater number is something really special. Not you played your tyrant career here and you played more games than everybody well, else. Yeah. It's something godlike. Yeah, yes. it's it's truly special. Yeah, and it really should just be well, Alfredson, and Carlson, Lafreniere, <laughs> Brady Kachuk, <laughs> maybe. No, I just and that's where I'm, like it's like okay, so we started this Ring of Honor or whatever it's called, and yep. where's it been? Where's yeah, it been? It's Brian like Murray. I, in that I, well, I walked by. Tell you the truth, I'd I'd put Brian Murray into the rafters before I put Chris Phillips into the well, rafters. This, we know? have more retired sweaters than Ring of yeah. Honor members. Yeah. Figure that one out. Yeah. Now, true, very true. The only thing about Chris Phillips is, and I was thinking about this. The banner's uh, cheaper than it is to March redo the concrete. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. But it's um, yeah, just the wrap. And um, so the only thing I can think of is Chris Phillips wasn't noticeable. Now, is that why he was good? Maybe. Because I don't efficient. remember noticing him at all. I wasn't as deep into hockey as I am now. You remember him pointing. But that was at the end because Cody Cece was a piece of garbage. Yes, I, I go over there. I just think over there. You've, op- you've opened your do- you've opened the door, and it's the same with the Hall of Fame with Geek Armel. You've opened the door to mm-hmm. okay. Now Chris Neal's got to get in. Okay, like yeah. Then what? Then what? What like where are we where are we really going with this thing? How you lo- know? where are you going to set the lower bar? Yeah, yep. that's now my worry the, is. the only thing I can think of is as long as you put in the caveat, which they didn't mention it with Phillips, but it's. He played a thousand games only with the Sens, and if that's what you want, fine. You can put Chris Neal in if you really want, but then that's the bar. It's got to be the minimum threshold. But then again, if you do like, that, then where are you going to set the threshold for what your Ring of Honor is? Well, yeah. we like Spezza. Them. We like them. Yeah. Well, yeah, but are you going to say, well, Lalim was a good soldier here? Yep. You know, you know, retire. Him. He was very good. So yeah. Danny Healy was an excellent. Uh, he scored yeah. a lot of goals. He, also he, was here. he wasn't a good soldier at the end, but he was an excellent part of the team that took us to the cup. That's right. You know, I just, I don't know. I, whatever. They have a committee to do it, and good on them. And that's a tough job. I wouldn't want to have that job, to be honest with you, because you're never going to appease, or oh, you'll yeah. never yeah. please everybody. Yeah, there will always everyone. be people who yeah. are going though. Sorry, I meant please. Uh, that's but, me. Yeah. That's me. I'm the guy who's going though. I'm the I'm the negative guy. So. I mean, I, I can see negativity in, in everything. That's a, all my Twitter followers will know that. But, <laughs> so, well, no, I know I know it's we're getting up. To no, no, o'clock. that clock's wrong. 
It's like I'm, two minutes. I'm watching the one we're, on my phone. Perfect. It's we're wrestling good. right now. That's on. That's a commercial. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's anything like why didn't you just redo your top prospects and play that again? It's almost time for your Go. Oh. You oh. want that? Yeah. Yeah. Might as well. Game on! This is taking. Yeah, get ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already know the rules. What is this? Team Canada introductions. Well, you gotta run through this, and it's because nobody, nobody's talked about nobody's been listening to the radio or watching TV about it the past three weeks. could have been worse. <laughs> that, that sums it up rather well. It could be worse. It could be worse. Listen. It's a joke. It, it's This has totally failed the marketing of it yeah. because some random team gets a friend here. Yes. Well. This could be Toronto. 
It could the be Kings, Montreal. It could be Pittsburgh. It could be Pittsburgh. It could, it could be, be Tampa Bay. It, yeah, it can be Tampa Bay. If they poop the bet again, it can absolutely be Tampa Bay. Well, here's, Getting the first overall pick. Well, you see, here's my wish. I want it to be a team that's up against the cap. Well, it doesn't matter. It's ELC. He's an ELC now, yes. but the Three years from now? Three years from now when the cap still hasn't gone up because it could be stagnating for a number of seasons. Okay, so after they win three consecutive Stanley Cups. No, just because they're a cap team doesn't mean they're a Stanley Cup contending team. It means they're yes, a cap Eugene, team. Yes, Eugene, I know that. It means they're a cap team. I just think, you know, the league set themselves up for this. And it failed. Yeah, yeah. It right? Failed. Like, you had a chance to get out and say, you know what, we're just going to run the seven teams. And that's it. But it is what it is. There's nothing we can do to change it. Even though I hate that term, it is what it is. But from an Ottawa standpoint, we've got three and five and another pick later in the draft. So three, five, oh and another. No. Well, I seem to recall being like, pretty happy I when we got when we got Kachuk at four. four. So well, that, no, we weren't happy, but we didn't know anything. Well, some of us <laughs> were happy, and then there was there was the Twitterverse. But well, and you see, eight goals versus forty. But we were wrong. Some of us were we, perfectly happy with with Kachuk at the time. We didn't go, oh, he's only scored eight goals. I don't care. Yeah, I was perfectly happy with getting him at the time. And you can go back and listen. But we have three and five. So, and now I'm thinking, because the way that L.A. is, they're probably going to take Byfield if he's still available, which he'll probably still be available. At two, probably. Which would put Tim Stuchel with us. Hmm. A big German center. Or maybe LA goes for Drysdale. Oh God! They got to replace Drew Doughty. <laughs> He's getting old. He's not wearing, winning any Pierre LeBrun Norris trophies anymore. You go Drysdale number two? No, but I'm hoping. Oh, for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but maybe they, I don't. You know somebody what? else mess you up. You know what? No, but if that's what they want, maybe they'll trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then well, could be. If that's what they want, maybe they would be willing to trade with somebody to go, okay, well. I will give you fifth overall for second overall. Dear NHL team to be named, I will trade you <laughs> picks three up. and five. And I will no, give, I, I don't I would do that. I will trade you fifth and two seconds. Yeah, there you go. So insider in the number three and the number five position, who do we have to look forward to? Number three and number five. Which just totally blew out everything that you said about the franchise defining moment right now. But That's that's Okay. <laughs> Until we trade. We can build our little f- fan base in Germany with Tim Stutzel. Mm-hmm. We could land Quinton Byfield. Yeah. Could get... I don't I don't see them using the third pick to take Jamie Drysdale, but I think we need more high-end forwards. So you could, you know, get a Perfetti or a Raymond. I know a lot of people are high on Marco Rossi, but... My worry with Marco Rossi is, are people high on him because he's a 67? And is that the way we are with, you know, we were with Cody, Cody, Cody Cece, Shane Prince, Shane Prince, even Corey Cowick when he came over? Like, people just get so excited because, oh, he was wicked with the 67s. But, I mean, time will tell, right? Like, right now, this is, it's a crapshoot. Yeah. I was I was really happy that I was wrong when it came to Jean Gabriel Pajot, who I remember watching him play as uh, over in in Hull, mm-hmm. and being going. This guy is fantastic. I just don't see him working out. He's too small. I was wrong. 
I don't know if I can be wrong twice on the same sort of thing. Rossi is a mm-hmm. tremendous player, tremendous player, but this team in a rebuilding mode, I don't think a five foot nine winger is what the team needs. I think it also comes down to what are they going to do with a player like Logan Brown? If they got to get rid of him or he's, we don't know if he's wants to get moved or what the story is there. We know he's unhappy. You know, they've aired it out as yeah. agent has went on Twitter. Do you hope that Byfield falls to you at number three and you move out Logan Brown and try to put him in place? I don't know. I mean, right now, you know, I'm still processing. <laughs> but tell you truth, tell you truth. Yes, really. I'm happy. I mean, three, three five. and five. Three and five what, is not bad. It's way better than five and six. Well, process this. If you're one of those teams in the play-in rounds, I don't, I don't know how you do the math now, but their chances of winning the top number one were minimal. But now you know one of those eight has. Players who, don't care. So who the players don't care absolutely, but the organ, owners and the teams do, and they can make. I don't know what they can do, but. Uh, so your Montreal, they're in the. Be- I would like to know what the percentage is. They had a six percent chance of the first overall. Now, what is that percentage? It's probably Ooh. something like seventy percent, sixty percent. Like what is it? It's high, right? Yep. Now, so who? Are there, how many play-in rounds are there? Twenty? Were there eight? Eight. Who is number eight? So was you're Montreal one out of eight. Montreal is number eight. Montreal is set to poise the best oh to win the first God. overall right now. But wait Why did you tell me that? Are the, are the are the rankings of AB or you know the letter teams? Are they ranked how they are now? Yes. Or are they ranked how they result from the play-in round? How they, how are, they now. are now. How they are now. Because you're only oh. playing one team in the play-in round. So this was absolutely the long the long con to get them to Montreal. Yes. It probably was. <sighs> Until he decides he doesn't want to play in Montreal. Because of the taxes. Because of the pressure of being <laughs> the, the French-Canadian kid from Saint-Eustache trying to play in That's Montreal. That's what Jonathan Dwayne's there for. He's doing fine. Oh, yeah, he's doing great. That's that's why uh, Martin uh, Saint-Louis didn't want to go to Montreal. If you're a Has fan, are you not Montreal. excited right now? Wait, Would you well, not be? No, but... I don't sorry. Maybe. I'm a little... Maybe you guys can jog my memory. They said it was a team... Yet to be determined. Yet to be determined. So, so we don't... They we still, don't know. Hold on. They still have oh, to do another, another right. lottery. Yes. So oh, it could be Team right. 15. All right, we so don't know. Okay, well, thank yes, you. That's of what course. I thought. Yeah. That's what I thought. Of course. I thought there has to be a so second let's, one. Let's not, let's not assume that uh, Lafreniere is going to be taking his boat, you know, from St. Estache <laughs> down to the back of the casino there and then, walk, you know, taking yeah, a He can do that on the first. He can. Yeah. No, but is that new second lottery going to be weighted probably the way things were? And we don't know yet. I, we don't know. Who knows? The NHL Those will rules make are it so up. convoluted. The, the rules are already up. out there, but and I think there's a weighted average to it, but I can't. So here what, it is. No, sorry. What it, it's from A to H is weighted. One of these teams just got Lafreniere. Montreal Canadiens. Chicago. New Jersey because of Arizona. Minnesota. Winnipeg. New York Rangers. Florida. Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh, oh. You know what your answer is. Obviously, it, it's not New Jersey. Arizona's going to win it because Taylor Hall's still on the team. They did the draft tonight. Right. He's still going to be on the team. He's going to Arizona. Taylor Hall effect. Mm. He's seventh time winning the <laughs> draft lottery. Right before he leaves. Yep. I, well, then again, that might actually keep him. Then again, that might actually keep yeah, him. Yeah, I was going to say, if they find out, oh, maybe I'll stay. Because he's already talking about it. I was like, oh, I, like, I kind of like it here. I'm open to it. Then the season shut down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 
Look, look at. I just hit reset on the draft lottery sim, and look what it shows. Now I know this is just their oh, page. Oh no! This is just their They've thing. They've got Montreal not, on at the number one pick, and it says Montreal TBD because it's got the best odds. Well, that's because they're probably do it again and see if it comes up as one of the other. No, TBD that, that's games. just their base. Oh, all right. I'm I'm telling you, whoever runs tank, Athon is a Habs fan for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's one way too many times, or it's Gary Bettman, one of the two. Hold on. So that last game against the Kings, and they got second, cost us. No. Oh. <laughs> How? You because mean? we flipped with the Kings. Oh gosh, that's so sends. COVID cost us. Okay. <laughs> no, let's look at let's let's talk let's talk sends and let's talk to, where we can go. You know, like. Do you really? Yeah. Okay. okay. You know, you're gonna get two elite talents. Now, do they play year one? Oh yeah. I think if it's Tim Stutzel, I think he plays year one. I think if it's Byfield, he's probably go back. Uh, we can't train. afford to go. Sorry, you off. No, no, go ahead. We can't afford to not have this guy playing next year. I don't. I just. So the old Curtis Lazar effect. Yeah. Higher draft pick than Curtis Lazar, though. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I think you. I think you got to look at stuff like conditioning, strength training. You know how they come in. If someone comes in and they still need to put quite a bit of meat on, you know, and muscle on, then. Why bother rushing the guy? We're not gonna. We're not gonna. We're be, not a contender next yeah, year. We're not a contender. I mean, I know in an ideal world, people would like us to be even a playoff team or a bubble playoff team. Would it be the end of the world for us to get another top ten pick? Right. I'm, I'm, I, my criteria for next year isn't the same criteria as I had this year. Progress. Entertain me. You don't have to win. I was entertained. Entertain me. And I was. Exactly. Yeah, I That's was. what I was saying through the season. Okay, you're not winning. And you have some bad. There were a few real stinkers. Mm-hmm. But for the Nothing most part. Nothing compared to the previous two years. Exactly. For the most part, the games, even when they weren't winning, were entertaining. That's that's my criteria. I, I'm not going to make it more complicated than that. I just don't know, too, where you're going to fit two guys on this roster when you have guys that were in Belleville that could easily play here next year. In Norris, Norris, Formanton, um, Batherson, Batherson, Balsers, right? Well, there's quite a few. Do you really need to rush this player next year? I don't like. It's not Lafreniere, so you don't need to sell the tickets at that point. You know, like you're. I don't think that's gonna sell the tickets if you have Tim Stutzel playing or Byfield or no, not Cole Perfetti, you know, or Lucas Raymond, you know. <laughs> Help them develop. That's more. That's more important. And it's and Belleville showed this year what developing young talent can do. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't hurt to have them down in Belleville and have Belleville complete a season if they actually have an AHL season, which is that's up in the air at the big, moment. Yeah, they're gonna have to do hub cities for that too. It's going to be messy. I just, <laughs> I think. And Russell said shenanigans. <laughs> <laughs> I think that. Thanks, Russell. Well timed. Sens have been learning from their past mistakes and they're slowly developing players and they're taking their time and they're giving them a taste, you know, and 
I think they maybe pushed it with some players like Lejoie and them at the beginning of the previous season. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now they're realizing, okay, let's take a step back. Let's We don't need to rush it. There's n- there's nothing to win here. There, there, it's not there's a no game. Yeah, there's, there's no, no game. game. So they're going for the Detroit model. Mm-hmm. Let them let them season. Let them over season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm okay with it. I guess we still get an excellent player. You're the host, but my question to you guys is, you know, without determining who's going to take who, who would you like to see them take? Stutzel. And. Fu- and five too. Oh, for five, I don't even know because I wasn't. I wasn't. I was never concentrating on the second pick. To be honest, mm-hmm. I'm with you, Canuck. I'd like to see them take Stutzel because I think having more than one definitive possibility for a number one center is a is great thing to have. Is he a center or a wing? Stutzel's a center and a wing. Okay. The other centers that could fall. They're going to trade the fifth pick. Well, we go, we we have the option of Byfield or Stutzel. You have Byfield Stutzel. Rossi, Cole Perfetti, who's a winger, center, and then Lundell, who's outside of the top ten, which I don't see them doing. So, and it was San Jose's pick that won. So, we the win third. the Carlson trade. We won the Carlson. I think they're going to trade the fifth pick. No, for what? Well, you see, for again, a player, I still, I still for think a player. It, well, it would depend you on what the trade the fifteenth or whatever for that instead. Depends on what the offer is. If if you could get if you could get a bona fide number one winger number one line winger, and a lower first round pick. For five, and I'm I'm I can't pull a name off the top of my head because I'm way too tired at the moment. I, I can't see what? a team give that much. It might be one who would be cash strapped. I was gonna say a cash strap team might, and if the play, I mean I wouldn't I wouldn't do it for a twenty eight year old player. I'd do it for a twenty two year old player. Yes. Would you trade the top five plus your pl- plethora of picks that you have, use some of those, and trade up? Absolutely. Absolutely, I would. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I would. If you can get second. I, could, I, I ask that I question because some yeah. people like quantity over quality or what, you know. Nope. So. Well, we have a lot of quantity now yep. in Belleville. The Kings um, apparently also have some. Detroit might not. Have the, quantity? Yep. I don't know how happy Eiserman is with his farm team. Mm. I'm just going to go And there. they're at four. Now, that would only move move us up one spot. Oh, from five to four, yeah. Yeah, so is giving up the prospect or an additional pick worth moving up one? We did it for Logan Brown, but... It or do you take the 32nd overall pick and keep him for... Or 33rd overall pick and keep him for yourself? Don't know. Detroit has a, round, a first round and three seconds this year. One, three seconds, two thirds, a it's fourth, a, a fifth, a sixth, and a seventh. It's not a lot. I don't know what their farm team's like. I don't know either. And they have a first and two seconds and two thirds yeah. next year. I know LA is loaded. No, yeah, who knows? Or similarly to what you were saying, they're a cardinal, is let's say one of the top teams like Tampa. I think this might be where you're going with this. Let's say Tampa wins first overall. And then what's his name? Braden Point, I guess, something like that. Do they need do they need to free up some salary? They also have fifty out of fifty contracts right now, Tampa. Well, some will probably expire, I assume. You'd you'd assume. But then do you give up fifth overall for Braden Point? Sure. Mm. Unknown versus lots, known? still lots of options. And Tampa does not have a 
How does Tampa not have a first round pick this year? They traded it oh, to oh, Vancouver. Right. They had two of them at one point. Yeah, no, they, they had Vancouver's. They traded them to, I can't remember where. Yeah, they have no first. I can't remember. They have one second, two LA, thirds, two fourths. So, if Tampa wants a first round pick, well, would I trade the fifth well, no, for Braden Tampa point? wants the cap space to be able to keep Lafreniere. Oh, we, and they, a lower cap hit, which they'll they need. Can't, Tampa can't get Lafreniere. They have no first round pick. They don't? Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wait a second. What if the New York Islanders won it? Oh, no, they're not in the... Oh, yeah, they could be. Yeah, but if they win it, they get to keep their pick because it's top three protected. Correct. Yeah, and then we hope that they... And we lost the Pajot trading. No, not necessarily because then right. we can get top three next year. Yeah. And we can hate oh, watching other teams. Right. That's right. That's right. Because we have their first round pick unless... Are they in, in that group of lettered teams, the Islanders? Uh, yeah, because yes. they could lose. Hmm. Damn. So does anyone remember what the, the play-in round rules are for the next lottery? No. Have they really made them clear? I was going to say, that they may have announced them, but I certainly didn't see them clearly enough to be able to remember them. Oh, boy. I'm disappointed, So here's, it shouldn't be. Here's... The San Jose Sharks receive the Tampa Bay Lightning's first round pick. Yep. For Barkley Goodrow. Yeah. So if Tampa <laughs> loses. Is it protected? It, it has it, to be protected. It doesn't say it's protected. No. It doesn't say. So the Sharks could win first overall. Well, we have their pick. <laughs> no, with the Tampa pick. No, but we have their pick. They're winning it first overall That's, with somebody else's pick. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would be dead. That would be. But is Tampa? Sour. Well, Hold no on. one is a Hall of Famer as a GM. No, no, wait, wait. Can he's not a Hall of Famer as a GM? He's a Hall of Famer who is, who a, is GM. a GM. Yes. Wait, but the play-in and he's from the PN. Tampa's not in the play-in, are they? They're they're the oh, one, they're the locked-in. They're one of the locked-in. Okay. So, ah. okay, so it's not them. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Disaster avoided. Yeah. Well, don't worry. We'll find this another one. So Give us a minute. Convoluted. Give us a minute. We'll forget find it. Arizona's one. got it. It's fine. Yeah, lottery protected is the uh, Tampa Bay. And Vancouver one. That's lottery protected. What a friggin' disaster this is. So it's gonna go to Arizona, right? As the team in we Arizona. We need to make a trade with Arizona right now. No, right? they have the new owner. They have another new owner? No, he's he's been there for a year, I think. He just ordered ordered he just hired a CEO. But is the team also a Latin American there? Or is it gonna to move to Houston? And now they're no, and now they're looking for well, they are looking for an arena deal. Uh, the Phoenix Suns also need an arena. Hmm. Well, they could so and not, I don't think they're that's not in Glendale. I don't think they're gonna move. So. Okay, well I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm not. I'm disappointed, I mean, I'm, I'm but disappointed. I shouldn't be. I'm disappointed, but I'm not sad. Like I'm disappointed because first overall would have been great, but third and fifth in a really deep draft. We're getting good players. It's not fifth and sixth. Really okay, let's players. look at this glass half full. It's not five and six. Indeed. Yes. Okay. It's not and, five and, and six. And your mode was four and five. Yeah, that so, was that was yeah. the that was the sort of law of averages would have been four and five. Yeah. And now I know that I probably said this before. Tim Stutzel, and I'm I'm really hoping for him. I'm really hoping for him. He granted again. I I don't know because I got proven wrong with Brady or with Brady Kachuk, but Tim Stutzel has been compared to Patrick Kane. It's not a bad. Or it's, not it's, not freaking a, bad. it's not an unflattering one. Shane Pinto has been compared, and he's got the same coach at UND. 
to Jonathan Taves. Mm. So we could have our own version of Taves and Kane and, and Kachuk and Shabbat. and Shabbat and the fifth overall pick. And oh, Norris, Is that you Norris talking Norris or Patterson? the Rattler? <laughs> That's 22%. Anyway. You know, hey, <laughs> I, I, I've been putting these vibes out on Twitter for a long time and a lot of people are hating me for it because they think I'm anti-Byfield, which I'm not, by the way. I've 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 went around and told people on the uh, glorious thing known as Twitter that I would have been happy getting two, three, and taking Stutzel and Byfield, mm-hmm. 100%. And it didn't matter which order. I'm not going to... That, that, that really doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. But I've said all along, from what I've been told and from what I keep hearing is that Ottawa was higher on Stutzel and Drysdale than they were on Byfield. And now slowly, slowly you start seeing it's these mar- kind of working. That it's way. working that way. It could work out this way, but slowly, slowly you're starting to see these, these mock drafts and stuff like that happening or, and people putting them out and Byfield slowly, like I saw him as low as sixth, you know, and you know, maybe I'm not totally off. Maybe people just don't see it or whatever. But we could get end up with what I've been trying to vibe out, which is Stutzel and uh, Drysdale, as long as L.A. takes Byfield. And then I don't know who maybe the Wings would end up taking Lucas Raymond, you know, Swedish Detroit. They love uh, they love their Swedes there. And, uh, you know, but Iserman's a wild card. You never know who he's going to take. So, yeah. And he he likes the, you know, he took the the German defenseman, was it last year? Yeah, last year. So so who knows? Who knows Could where be. he's gonna go? All right, you know. Any last comments, Canuck? You're very quiet about the draft. Yeah. No, I'm, I've talked okay. myself out of the draft part. Okay. Well, what grinds your gears? Let's get let's grind gears and get out of here. You know what really grinds my gears? Canuck, you have something. You go first. I do. I, I want to. If you've ever watched those Don, of course you have. You watched the Don Cherry segments. He was the king of this. He would go back and say, you know, I said something back there. And then he goes on the re- rewind. And he picks a clip of something he says. And then he fast forward. See, I was right. And he did this all the time. Now, he would have been wrong like 15 times for every one time he was right, let's say. But he was just the king of taking. You cherry pick it. You cherry pick it. Don cherry pick it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you're welcome. I'm glad you're I, I want to do the opposite. All right. I want to pick something that I had a bad take on. And I want to go back on it. Uh, and, say and, and say I was wrong. <laughs> Masks at an airport? Masks. <laughs> so back in February, I, I had a Vegas trip and uh, I, I was coming to grind my gears, you know, seeing just a few people wearing masks at an airport. And this was before March. Now, other parts of the world absolutely were experiencing COVID 19. Uh, but. And my comment at the time was like, okay, I see you, you're going to eat and you have to take it off to eat and you have to take it off for security at that time. Like you're not protecting yourself. I was in the mindset of like, this is not protecting you. You just kind of look out of place and a little bit of fear. I was wrong because of course now the whole world's woken up to this. So I don't know about well, the, most of the world. The U.S. is still very political, but here's the thing. It may not protect you very much. It may protect you only a fraction of a percent, but it's been proven that it protects others. And if everybody's wearing them, it really drastically cuts down on how fast this thing can spread out of hand. So wear your damn mask when you go to the store because you're helping society out. And if you don't want to wear it, it's because you're basically selfish. 
Like you, you were not willing to help out mankind, humankind. <laughs> I agree 100%. Right up to the moment where people who are wearing masks pull them down below their mouth so they can talk to somebody. That they missed yeah. the point. They They're kind the of missing the point on this. Yeah. yeah. And then they put it back up and they their hands, which have been all over the store, is all over their mask. So now everything that they've been touching is all over the front of their mask again. Yeah, and so, again, it's less about yeah. protecting yourself, although it does a little bit. I heard the best analogy. I don't know if you ever saw this. It's just, a, mm-hmm. the, just don't touch the it. The urinating one? Yep. Where, okay, two people, <laughs> it's like two guys, they're not wearing pants. If uh, I'm I'm wearing pants and I get urinated on, well, I get protected a little bit, right? Now, if he's but wearing, I still got urinated on. Yeah, I still get urinated. But he wearing pants, I probably don't get urinated on. But if we're both wearing pants, it's even more for that. So <laughs> it's okay. just a great analogy. It's not a bad analogy. Okay, I like that one. Fair enough. I do feel bad for the, you know, there are certain positions that have to wear those things all day long. And that is such a haul, especially those in the like, kind of the medical and the front lines. They have no choice. That is pretty rough. It um, is. You know, you've mentioned jobs where, you know, you're doing physical labor and stuff like that. And hopefully those people can physically distance so they don't have to wear the mask all the time because it is a little bit harder to breathe if you're strenuous. If you're sweaty, right? like if it gets soaking wet. Yes. Yeah. But exactly. for the, you, like person like myself, has to go to the store and oh, I had to put this mask on. Just do it. Suck it up. Just do it. Exactly. Put my freedoms. Um, do you have anything? Um, While you think. Yeah. So so after after this draft lottery, I've now just realized I have nothing to look forward to in like January. Then you need to find a hobby. I would suggest found fishing. so many hobbies. Fishing and then gardening and cooking. No, Yoga. cooking is not a... Well, cooking can cooking be a hobby. It, it's something you do. Uh, you need to do, find something that gets your Winter's going to be tough. No, winter. You, lots of hobbies. If you there's do. Hockey's back in winter, right? Yeah, I hope so. And you can skate, and you can shovel snow, and you can go for a walk, and you can snowshoe, and you can ski, and you can snowmobile and ice fish. Do you, you want to build a snowman? And you can text man? me all the time and tell me how damn cold it is outside. <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything that grinds your gears? He's generally a positive guy. <laughs> no, that's okay. I like to think I'm generally a positive guy. You know what? Everything that grinds my gears, I take to Twitter, and, and <laughs> you let go. That's and, fair enough. And I let go. And uh, honestly, it's very uh, therapeutic. That's okay. So that's good. Mine is actually it's, it's it, mine. What grinds my gears this week is actually a question because I don't. I see it happening in one very specific area of the city, and I'm wondering if it's happening out here. Cause this is the burbs. Um, I spend quite a lot of my time in the Glee. Now, the Glebe is its own wonderful little enclave of self-important arrogance, and I admit this. But there's a very significant... I sit on my friend's front porch in the Glebe in the evening, and we drink wine, and we have a lovely time. It's, I would say, 65% of the people who walk by us on the average street in the Glebe, it's just an average street, 65% of them aren't on the sidewalk. They're walking down the middle of the street or right beside the curb or somewhere in between. And that's why we're closing it to pedestrian. Nope. Nope. They're just walking down the street. Now, sometimes it can be, it can even be people walking by themselves. Sometimes it's a group of people, especially if it's a group of three or four, they're never on, I shouldn't say never, they're rarely on the sidewalk. I I sort of understand that part. They're They're walking, they're walking down the middle of the street, literally the middle of the street. And this is a street that cars can be ripping down at 60, 70 kilometers an hour because people are impatient trying to get to bank. It's ridiculous. There is absolutely no reason for this. Zero. None. Zip. And yet people do it. 
and they won't get out and the pedestrians don't get out of the way of cars very quickly like maybe I just they want, to be, want to be hit maybe they're Sens fans or Leafs fans <laughs> tweet of the week by the way tweet of the week to Ottawa Public Health oh that was so yeah, good. that was brilliant that was, that was absolutely brilliant the other day I was so you I think you posted that one and I, and I didn't see it in real time but for uh, our listeners if I can scroll back to it uh oh I lost it I lost it it was such a good tweet Damn it. it was something like I know that wearing masks aren't fashionable yeah. but hey some people wear leaf jerseys yeah there it is yeah. there we go we admit sometimes wearing a mask in public isn't the most fashionable or comfortable choice but some people wear leaf jerseys so yeah just saying <laughs> that's from um, Auto Public Health brilliant so yeah walking down the middle of the street in the Glebe for well Glebish reasons wow. enough said I got I got one more quick one sure um Everybody in this town's heard of the Phoenix Pay fiasco. I believe it's actually still going on. Oh, it's still happening. Yeah. Right. It's still happening. Now, here's what kind of grinds my gear. Someone brought this up. I thought that's an excellent point. Uh, politics aside, uh, here in Canada, uh, the government announced the CERB. I cannot remember the, what the full acronym stands for, but basically it was a... Emergency Canada, Relief Benefit? Yeah. Thank Canada you. Emergency. Canada Emergency Relief Benefit. Basically uh, a way to help in, uh, the incomes of folks who have not working because of COVID-19, right? And they did it so fast. Now, I'm sure there's problems with it or something like that, but they did it so fast and they got money to people so fast. Now, politics aside of that, here we had in this city for about, what, four or five years now, government employees that were not getting paid. They could have done this for their own employees. They showed that they had the mechanism to yeah. pay pe all of Canada. <laughs> and it was fantastic. Quick. They couldn't do it for their own employees working for it. And that's all they had to do, just do something like that. Yeah. They'll figure it out. They'll settle it up. Yep. You know, take care of the people that are helping to run this country. Couldn't do it. So that's kind of dumb. It's, it's been like seven years. You need your own uh, talk show on uh, <laughs> five years. <laughs> <years. laughs> oh, my God. It's all about political but it, will. You know what? You're, you're absolutely right. And, you know, my family was affected by Phoenix. And there's nothing more... Uh, it happened when we when we had our our first child, and there's nothing more sad than looking at your wife in the eyes, and she's like, "I don't know if I'm getting paid," like, you know, and you know, we pay our bills and everything together. We have joint account and whatever, and she's like, "Like, what are we gonna do?" You can't plan, you know, and you can't. And then and, there's the stress of I will not have this money, you know. So, and we've talked on this podcast before where we think Phoenix has a big part in somewhat recent attendance declines oh, too. Oh, yeah. Four years. Melnick aside. 100%. Mm -hmm. Well, if you don't have money for that, I mean... Right. You see, okay, as an aside, as an aside to the aside of going off the, 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 the going off on what grinds my gears, I've heard, I've heard so many people in the sports media world, whether it's radio or whatever else, saying, oh, well, you know, people will be going back to games in the fall because they're going to have all this money they haven't been able to spend on anything. You're assuming they've been working the whole time. Mm -hmm. This whole concept of, oh, well, people are going to have all this money. They're going to be buying tickets and buying tickets. And everyone's going to be excited to go. If they've been working, yes. There's a big, big portion of the population of North America who's oh, right not now, working. Yeah. Well, who still aren't working and yeah. who may not be working for months yet. You think they're going to have money to go to hockey games or baseball games or football games? No. no. Ottawa will. Ottawa should. Ottawa should. The fact of the matter, even those that have the money to go to the games, 
it's expensive to go, you know, and that's and people and and I know where like people like to argue with me like, oh, it's not that expensive. But, but you know what? It is expensive. And sure it is. And when you have a family of five, like I do, or, you know, a family of four, even to a couple, you know, like not everybody makes XXXX amount of dollars. You know, there are people that just can't afford to go. And well, what's the cheapest seat? Like 30 bucks taxes in? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So there you go. Family of five. Do yeah. the math. Do the math. It plus parking. Now, plus your parking and your food. And this isn't my, my main this argument to that, though. Hold on. Go, this, this isn't my attempt to say, oh, they should lower prices. I don't know. You know, that, that's not my attempt. I'm just no. saying I understand when people say that they can't go. Entertainment you know? isn't cheap. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether it's a hockey game or a yeah. movie. And every time you turn the corner, there's someone's wedding, some someone's child's born, somebody's birthday. It's Halloween. It's Christmas. It's, you know, there's always an event. So I get it when people say they can't go. And I get it when people are struggling, when stuff like Phoenix happens or COVID hit and people are in tears and they don't know how they're going to do it because there are a lot of people on fixed incomes, mm-hmm. you know, so. Or minimal incomes. Yeah. So your argument, I'll let you have it. It's not the, pr- because we've, we were selling out before. It's not the price that it's expensive. Mm-hmm. It's that people did not see the value. Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. People are willing to pay to for value. We were not getting it. No, I think that last year was a, an indication that value may be returning. And if maybe returning, continue. yes. And like so, the, back to your point, it seemed like we were that much better last year. We were still the second worst team in the league. The numbers weren't better, but the games were more entertaining. Right. And so and now, as we're getting out of this rebuild, well, we're not getting out of it. Then we're probably going to get the I think we're pretty much done now. No. You see, I would disagree. The rebuild is happening. We've stripped everything down. We're getting the parts, but it's not. It's over. A rebuild yeah, takes okay. years to do. You've done the, you've done the demolition. Now you're rebuilding the team with the assets you've gained from that. My real I still think, my I don't rebuild think yep. isn't over until those years of unparalleled success yes, yeah. start. Yeah, and that's not starting next year. It's no. not. That's okay. But Melnick said it was. No. Yeah, he said many things. Yeah, uh, or Rick- said, Rittowski said no. it. Yeah, well, even, even more to doubt. That. I think he. I think he's, he's, on, spoke, he's on his third job since he's left. By the way, I think he spoke out a turn more times than he should and he tried to appease the fans and he tried to mend bridges and i'll give that was jim little jim Jim little absolutely did jim little did yeah no ruskowski wasn't trying to appease the fans at all no he was being annoying he was trying to build a arena but when you talk he was lobbying towards eugene when, when i talked to him he was always trying to make it seem like he was about the fans you know he was about the experience he was trying to make stuff better but he wasn't. Anyways, we could go on and on about no. that. But no, let's get out of here. <laughs> no <right>. offense. <laughs> it's been a long day for some of us. Uh, we don't know when we'll be back next. We'll be back at some point, maybe after the next um, draft. The next draft or when hockey restarts again or something like that. Normally, yeah. at this time of year, be like, okay, the draft's over. We'll be back the in draft a week. Was tonight. So we'll see you guys. Yeah. The draft was we'll tonight. We'll he- see and hear you guys in October. No, no, we'll be back <laughs> before then. We'll be back talking about stuff in the meantime. But normally this time of year, we would have said, okay, we just talked about the draft. We'll be back in a week to talk about free agency. Then we'll see you in September. Everything's 
Yeah, the new normal is we'll be back when we're back, which is actually the old normal. There's nothing unusual about that. Meanwhile, I think we did more episodes this season than we did last. Exactly. <laughs> Meanwhile, if you've got, uh, if you want to let us know how you feel about how the draft lottery went, you can always uh, email us at podcast at sendscomps.com. You can post in the forums. There'll be a thread there. Well, there's threads about all sorts of things there. You can also leave us a voicemail on the uh, waiver wire sponsored by our friends at Versature, which is one eight four four SCU SCNS. And if you, are, if you have any that extra money that you're not spending, then uh, you can donate it to us. And you can donate it to us. Sends Insider, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. It's been a lot of fun. Awesome. Your your your, um, your positive input has been appreciated. Thank you. Because it means I don't have to do it all. <laughs> 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 On behalf of Panic and Canuck, I'm Cardinal. Thank you all very much for listening. Good night.